guys, welcome to another episode of More Than My Size. It's your host, Nimare, or That African Butterfly. And it's your girl, AP, aka APY Blog. And we are so happy to be bringing another episode to you guys, episode number 11. Is this 11? It is 11. It is nice. 11. We are trucking along, and I'm loving all of our chats. Um, so if you watched the last episode, then you know that at the end of it, we were talking about being real versus being fake in real life and especially on the internet. Um, I said one of my favorite quotes, which is the grass is green where you water it, but sometimes the grass is green because it's fake. Mm. And see a lot of that on social media. Don't we? Um, I would have to agree. It's funny. I have always loved that quote. The grass is greener where you water it because it feeds right into people always perceiving things to be one way, right? Versus what the reality is. And honestly, you could be looking at something that's fantastic and fabulous, but that person also did the work to get their fantastic and fabulous. So when you're looking, remember that you have to put in your own work into your own lawn as well. But when you made that point about sometimes the grass is just fake, that is also very accurate because we've seen the model homes, right, in the suburban areas and it looks fantastic. The lawn is just rolling and green and then you, you get up on it and you realize, oh, this is like, oh, this is plastic. Well, that's it. That's why it's so green. And the same thing applies to people on the internet. And I think we have a perfect and very recent example of that with the illustriously cat king Derek Jackson has been called to the red table um, for his hypocritical behavior versus the green grass that he presents on the internet. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, so let me preference this by saying you never really know what goes on in someone's marriage and the decisions that they've made. So allegedly, well, not allegedly, he's acknowledged that he's cheated and she's acknowledged that she's forgiven him and she's staying with him. Cool, do you, you know. Um, it's just very interesting that a man who is constantly telling women that they deserve better, they should have better, men should treat them better. If men don't, he's out. All great advice, which is why women listen to him. But then not only is he the type of guy that he's warning us against, but he also is not telling his wife to follow the same advice he gives the rest of us, which I find very interesting. Well, we don't know the advice he's given her. We don't know what he said. Here's the thing. I've I'm gonna preface this with a disclaimer. I don't I don't care for Derry Jackson or any of his ministry, if we'll call it that. And that's because of a personal encounter I had with him back like 2011, 2012. He had a post, it was regarding the way you should discuss rape and assault in the way that victims feel. And something that he said in the context of that conversation. I didn't agree with and I didn't agree as a, an assault survivor so I spoke my piece I wasn't rude I was very like you know while this may be true for some you know me you know I'm always telling people yeah. autonomy autonomy I mean that in every sense of the word so I was just like you know that may be true for some but there are still those of us who feel a b and c and he basically told me I was victim shaming assault survivors based upon my the way I felt about something personally as a survivor. And I'm like, how does that? And then he proceeds to argue with me like in his comment section. And I just, I blocked him back then on my old Facebook page and I never cared to 
listen to anything else he had to say. And I would see him over the years. I saw his platform building, right? Like he's been around for a little bit yeah. Um, yeah. into this almost enigma. Like, oh, you know how we say people like to build people up to like these God statuses or whatever, even though they're human beings, whatever. And as I watched this, I could not believe so many people were like sipping the Kool-Aid, but it's very much how I feel about Dana Chanel and her husband. <laughs> we'll get into, we'll talk about that another time. Dana okay. Chanel and the Curl Bible woman in Sprinkle Jesus app, um, who's literally has an FDA, well, there's a, there's federal cases against her, all sorts of different stuff for her and her husband scamming people, basically. I'll put y'all on. But at any rate, very much the same vein. Like they come off very, you know, so as I saw him progressing to this, I just could not believe that so many people were buying into it. And the more that I heard him incorporating um, Jesus and Simics and stuff like that, personal beliefs, personally, my belief is I, I have my faith, but I can, I don't, my faith isn't for sale. That's how I feel, right? So I'm very much one of those people who is skeptical when people make a dollar off of do oh, that could be a whole, I have a whole lot of thoughts about that. Um, so I have, I, when you package your, your Christianity, your Islamic faith, whatever it is, your, your faith is, when you package that in a way to sell it, it's iffy to me. It's yeah. iffy to me. So I'm already like side-eyeing. So just watching his whole progression to who he became, in the back of my mind, I always felt like he was capping, but there was no proof. You know what I mean? And sometimes intuition is not enough. So I keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to debase him to anybody else. I just never bought or fed into it. So when I saw the stuff starting to come forward and the story is still unfolding, by the way, like there's, yeah. I'm sure there's more to come, but I'm just like the, the fallout from this i'm like is anybody really shocked and apparently nobody is really shocked right. it's like people have been waiting for this moment to come so i'm like if y'all knew that this man was capping so hard how did y'all allow well, him i to don't think everyone did know. i mean i think some people did and some people didn't um i haven't followed the case super closely because i like i idly cared what he had to say and i also idly cared what he says like i don't really care like if it comes across my thing i might stop and read it but i'm not searching out more information about him or like his advice or anything. But um, I think part of it was just that he seemed to be this really attractive guy, very like pro women and women liked hearing him say, you know, the things that we say to each other. Cause there's one thing to hear women say it all the time. And it's another thing to hear a man co-sign it or feel like there's a man out there calling other men to task. And it's not about like tearing men down or bringing men down, but there's some behavior that needs to be called to task and it felt good or it feels good when you have someone because he was an ally from the inside right <laughs> um so it feels good when you have someone do that like from the inside of where you're trying to make the change um so like I get it and I get people being like oh upset that he's not what he appeared but I don't really trust anything I see on, like, on social media anyways um especially people who show themselves as like experts in areas that are completely opinion-based, right? So like relationship stuff, how a man should be, how a woman should be, that's all opinion-based. It all, you should be you and find someone who matches the things you like. There is no, and I was recently part of this group called um, Leveling Up or Leveling Up Goddesses something on, uh, Inst on Facebook. And at first I liked it because it's all like, hey girl, do you? 
but there's so much of like, okay, so what should I change about me to attract this type of man? And I just couldn't stay in that. But I don't judge them for it because I am a believer in, you know, attracting certain things. And if you want to attract certain things, you have to be part of what that thing wants. I don't think you should operate that way. I think you should be yourself and attract something that meshes with you or someone who meshes with you. But hey, if you have a particular type in mind, you go be what that particular type wants, not for me. Um, but anytime people are like, oh, I'm an expert in this, like, let me tell you exactly how to do stuff. I just feel like people are usually kind of full of it. And I take their advice with a grain of salt. Maybe it's because I'm a hot mess and I'm very open about the fact that I'm a hot mess. I share my opinions all the time. Like I'm always opening my mouth on some soapbox, but I'm never like, I'm the opinion on how to live your life. Like, I'm not against people um, considering themselves the connoisseur of whatever field they feel like if they feel like they have some tried true tested facts that work be an expert i mean like be the expert you want to be however i'm very much i'm one of those people who a practice what you preach so whatever you're preaching out there be honest about if you're doing it or not and just be like I'm not perfect at it. I'm aspiring or I don't even do this, but I know that it works because I've seen it work. You know, however you present it, try to be as authentic as you can. It doesn't mean you have to put all your business in the street, but be as authentic as you can about the things that you're sharing as fact, right? Um, But I'm also the person who believes the messenger can have a message even if you don't like the messenger. they, I, a couple of years back, I saw this argument online and it was regarding, I forgot who it was and she had given some advice. It was like solid facts though, but she had the persona of being somebody who was like a, ske- uh, like a skeezer in the industry, like all the stuff people were tearing her down. And I said, if some random crackhead came up to you off the street, like they look disgusting or whatever, but they literally told you, you don't want to go down this street because there's a shootout right now. You might get shot and killed. Are you going to not listen to the message because the person delivering it is less savory? Or even, oh, he's a crackhead. What does he know? No, but I would have so, to say if that person came up and gave me business advice, I'd probably be like, hmm. But I, I wouldn't necessarily side-eye that because I don't know who that person was in their past life. See, I'm the person, I will take your message and I will consider it holy. I will consider a fraction of who delivered the message and what the intention is. But if you're saying something that is actually accurate, I can't knock that. So some of the things people have been sharing me, their opinions all week in my DMs over the last couple of days, they've shared videos of his. There are things that I agree with that he's said, but I don't agree with him on a whole, the way he's packaged himself, the way he sold himself and the fact that we now know the whole time he was doing this preaching of what he should and shouldn't do, he went living his life right. You know what I mean? And that's not to say we all don't make mistakes. We all don't have unsavory moments in our life. But during those times in my life, I'm silent. <laughs> like you won't hear me saying anything because I know I'm not in that space to be telling somebody else unless I'm asked. Right. Now, what do you think about his wife doing the live with him, having his, like, we've never really seen her, at least to my knowledge, seen her before. I don't recall her doing any videos with him prior. Um, and I, first of all, it's totally, I get it, her decision, whether she appears with him or not, but I feel like this happens all the time. And it's so annoying. Like the man makes a mistake and now the woman has to come and, you know, vouch for him 
and say I, I think, think it's a has to though. I think I I think more people because I'm reading the comments right now. I'm seeing more people riffing with her because she is staying, and I think it's one of those situations where you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. If you stay, you're weak. If you leave, you wasn't in it for the right reason. You know, whatever you wasn't in it for the long. You'll time. never make everyone happy. That's why you always have and to. And that's do why you should you do what do. feels right for you, yep. and make that a decision that you're going to be able to live with. I think when we talk about the obligation of the woman, I don't know who put that obligation out there, but I'm a big fan of rejecting things that are assigned to me that I did not ask for. So like, with the exception of racism, which I really can't get that to stop. Like I'm, your expectation of what you think I should do. I, I have a set of guidelines and morals and things that I'm following. Like what you think is irrelevant. So yeah. even if you thought I should stay in the marriage or whatever for the, like, that's nice. Well, and everyone should run their marriage. And I think I've spoken about this. I don't know if I'm talking about this on the show or my Thursday thoughts, but like your marriage, your relationship, your life is all on you. Like how you, you are the one who has to live with all of the decisions you make. You can't, and I feel so blessed that I figured this out at a young age. I've been navigating through life this way the past decade, but more so, even more so now, like you really can't live your life based on the opinions of others because A, not everybody is going to always agree with you. You will never, oh, we did talk about it because I said, Beyonce can't make everyone happy. And you were like, why do we have to use Beyonce? Anyways, so. <laughs> I am not Bayhive. just want to put that out. Definitely not. Um, no, but I'm like, you know, you will just never make everybody happy. The same people complaining about something. When, oh, let me use another example that I'm sure you'll dislike. So I was looking at a picture the other day of, um, it was like a side by side of like um, Kylie's old face and her new face. Mm. And people are like, oh, well, she was ugly then. And now she's too fake. And it's like, how is the same people calling her ugly then or calling her fake now that she's changed it? And I hope to God that she made the changes because she wanted to. And she's happy with her face because you're always going to have haters. If she had not touched a single thing on her face, people would be calling her ugly, even though she was beautiful then and she's beautiful now. So at the end of the day, whether it's doing plastics to your face, weight loss, staying the same, living a wild and crazy life, living a simple, quiet life, whatever you want to do, you need to be happy with those decisions because you are the one who has to live with the consequences of your decision. And screw everyone else's opinion, honestly. This is why I hope, this is why I hope that she is making a decision that she wants to and that it's not the influence of the people around her. You know, we don't know anything about the conversation. First of all, we're all just not hearing about this, but from the sounds of it- It sounds like it happened a while ago, didn't it? It happened a while ago and the woman just came forward about it. Um, And I think she came forward because I guess she recently had a conversation with her and that was her claim that like they Mm -hmm. talked or whatever, Um, which I would imagine would be disturbing for the wife to hear that, especially if this is supposed to be old news, you know, and now this stuff is coming forward. Yeah. Um, But we weren't there when she found out. We don't know the conversation. We don't even know the context of the relationship and what they're really like at home. There's so many variables of things that we don't know. We only know what we know, right? Right. Which is- And that's the other thing is people really do feel and act like they know everything. You don't. Like, we don't know. We don't. I mean, even your most on public social media person, they can hide what they want to hide. And you also right. aren't seeing their whole lives ever. 
you're seeing and that's the thing people have to remember in social media these videos are mostly curated the pictures are too you might get a little bit more freedom in the stories but even then it's limited to what the person shows you so you never will have the whole story the only people who know the truth are them and god and the person involved right or the women involved Mm -hmm. so to me when i see this and i see all the comments going up and i've seen a portion of people who think she should stay i've seen a mostly people shaming her for staying um I feel Even like half of them wouldn't would stay themselves. Half the people who tell you you should leave would not leave themselves. So they and I stay. think and there's the kicker. We always have so much to say. It's a human condition, right? When it it's always easier to see somebody else's stuff. But when it's you, I can't even tell you how many situations I said I would not be in. And then I found myself in at some point in life because I discounted my very human flawed desires and issues (laughs) you know what I mean and people put a lot of emphasis I've learned I've been humbled so many times by choices in life that I now shut my mouth about I would never I do I my goal is to not do a I would like to think that I wouldn't but I right but the reality and I think it's easy to say if that were me I would but it's not you no you're not in her marriage you're not in her relationship you don't know about their you don't know so while it may seem like cut and dry to us it's like it's none of our business. It's just being put out there because the other woman was messy, right? And now it's out there and now they have to address it. But they weren't going to discuss that. You think they were coming for it? Maybe 10 years from now, they might've written a novel about the right. cheating, but people try to handle those things in privacy because of how painful it is, the fallout. Nobody's considering their family, how this feels to them for people who don't know. Like we don't know their setup and their circumstances. So the amount of opinions coming in about who and what they should do is just ridiculous. I mean, I'm not surprised about the opinions because I do think that when you put yourself out there, whatever area you put yourself out there, um, you're putting yourself out there to be critiqued for better or for worse. You know, there's a reason why there's certain parts of my life I don't put on social media because I don't want your opinion. I don't care. Um, And there's some, you know, where I do put it out there, but I still don't care. Still don't care. Um, But I think that people are just going to have their opinions and they forget also sometimes like they're, it's more than just that big moment, right? So we're hearing about these big moments. We don't know all the little moments. And it's why when friends come to me with problems with their significant other or their spouses, I take it with a grain of salt that they're coming to me with their problems, but not telling me like the 50 wonderful times they may have had in between. So I think we see that a lot. Like your friend tells you they have a problem. They're like, leave him, girl, bye. It's like, well, I mean, I'm not talking about like major problems, like abuse and things like those. I will be the first one to be like, girl, leave him. But like, there's other little problems. I've seen it before with friends who like, are just like, oh, just get out there, find something better. Um, but there might be a bunch of great moments that make up for that little moment. Not even that they make up for it, but they just might be more great moments than there are bad ones. And one moment in somebody's relationship doesn't define it and that that is the other thing whatever they're going through in the course of their marriage right like we don't know if that's the worst thing he's done from we know and we don't know you know what kind of man he truly is only the only people who know that are the people who know him and are involved with him it doesn't matter what he puts out on the internet he could be really a trash individual and it wouldn't matter because we don't know right like only the people who are in his life know I, I think I have sympathy for her. I empathize for her because it's painful to be embarrassed in that way. 
um, it's embarrassing in private. So when yeah. it becomes something public, it's definitely embarrassing. Um, as far as her- Which is horrible, by the way, that um, the person being cheated on is so embarrassed by it. Like, I, think, I feel like in a lot of cases, almost more so than the person who did the cheating because we're so conditioned to be like, men cheat. And then- Yeah, like, but I'm like, talking about men or women, whether it's men or women cheating. And honestly, I don't buy into the whole men cheat. I know that's what we've been conditioned to believe, but it's not something I've ever in the entirety of my life subscribed to. Like it was never normalized for me. Like nor my, should it be. My mom and dad got divorced. <laughs> like so you already know what time it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love both my parents here. They're, you know, they both went on to get remarried and things like that, but they their marriage was absolved. So for me. And I've been surrounded by a lot of marriages that have lasted and some that have ended. And I would say that I'm fortunate enough to have been able to see a different narrative than a lot of what has been told to a lot of women or even so even we see it in movies, it's romanticized the whole nine yards. I I'm not for or against people leaving when they're meat cheats. I feel like that is a decision you have to make based upon you the offended person, the person who has been offended, the, the onus is on them. They have the choice. It does not matter how much their mate cries, begs, pleads, like you you have violated them. They have the right to leave if they want to and it should be done guilt-free and shame-free if that's what they choose. So I think to see her be in this position where she's embarrassed, I don't think she's embarrassed about, uh, it's not that he cheated, it's that he cheated on her, right? Like, cause then- yeah people begin to look for the flaws and you like, well, what did you do that made him cheat? Well, yeah, know? that's what I'm saying. Like, it's really annoying that people constantly like, but not, no, constantly will be like, well, what did she do? Why did he cheat? It's either, I feel like a lot of times it's either A, being dismissive of the guy cheating because men cheat, which is crap. Um, or being like, well, what did she do to make him cheat? Like even people talking about like, oh, her wearing a bonnet and blah, blah, blah. You don't know just because you see him and you think you know what type of woman he wants to be with. You don't know. Maybe he likes that she's like chill and blah blah blah. Maybe you think he should be with someone who looks like like that's all your perceptions of what. And here's the thing, like, but like I, the I, are dogging I, her is ridiculous. It's I'm always perplexed by women who have something to say about what another woman does in her relationship because I'm like. There are women who are just like, you should be put a little something into your marriage, blah, blah, blah. You should always be on 100. I think it's good to keep yourself fresh for your husband occasionally. <laughs> the fact that I get up, shower, wash my butt, brush my teeth should be enough. I brush my hair and I take care of your kids. And well, I, I mean, also- that's what I'm saying before. Like, so it's like, like, you don't know what he's, like this bonnet and maybe nobody should be dictating to her how she comes to the red table as the offended person like how do you have anything to say about her bonnet or otherwise like we're detracting from the fact that this man has done something wrong to her. you're blaming it on her which is the most frustrating like but you got a lot of pick me's in the audience who you always you know, have a lot of them and they are always and then they wonder why they're not getting any but it's just like instead of spending all your time trying to be what you think these people want and then getting mad when you see them with the complete opposite because we see it in the comment section, whether it's someone not super dolled up, someone of a bigger size, someone of a, you know, like whatever. And then they're like, well, I do A, B, C, and D. Like, why can't I get a man? Maybe because you're just not being yourself or maybe you're 
trying to get what you think of the or man or maybe not you're want. not as dope as you think you are like whenever people yeah. make those comments like, you're in the comments well how come i'm single and they're not the fact that you're even asking that question right to all the reasons why you are single sis exactly. like i don't i don't like that kind of stuff and i and i do think it's absolutely unfair and ridiculous that she's she's the victim in this whether you think she is a good victim or a palatable one right. or one that you want Still to the injured because there are people literally picking this woman apart about who she is and what she represents and i'm like yo like we don't we really don't know when this played out like let this woman grieve and heal. she never stood up so we talked about this before so i will try to keep it short but like people living their lives aren't signing up to be your representation of all you know what i mean like we talked about it when we talked about lizzo or talked about like weight loss and things like that like people living their lives just because you get something from them doesn't mean that they are putting themselves out there for you to and especially her because she never said she was a relationship expert she never put herself on this platform it's his platform so judging like what you think she represents to women, uh, she represents herself. That's what she represents. If you want to put more than that on her shoulders, that's on you and your perception, but it's not anything she signed up for. She didn't stand up and say, I'm going to represent womankind and then made that decision. She made that decision based on what was best for her and her life. That's it. But you know how it goes. Once it's on the internet, people think that it's a uh, fair game to say whatever. Yeah. And we we've talked about the whole, um, you know, I'm just I'm just speaking facts or I'm just keeping it real versus nah, you're just sharing your very asinine opinion because it makes you feel good. Like you're not sharing it to the benefit of anybody else. Like it is literally about you saying what makes you feel good to say. And again, I'd have to question people who purposely try to and it, when it's not a teachable moment where you're not really offering up good advice or something reasonable or a sympathetic or whatever it's not about you know you're trying to help the person you are literally saying something because it makes you feel elevated and above that person and you're doing it because it makes you feel good that should tell you all you need to know about when you say certain things on the internet to people that really even if you thought it, it doesn't have to be said. Just because it no, pops it into your head doesn't have to be said. So when I see those kinds of reactions to her, I think it speaks more to the people leaving the commentary than it does her. Always. Um, because once this is, like, this is her life. Once the, you know, this conversation dies down and the shade room's no longer covering it and something else comes along, y'all are going to be all over those stories and posts. And she is still going to be, in this situation, whether she stays or goes, she yeah. will have to deal with the pain, the hurt, all those things, her healing. Like, I can't believe that anybody would want to come to ha that space to make fun of her over a bonnet. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I mean, obviously people are gonna comment on their own page and make jokes and stuff like that. And it is what it is. Um, I judge more, I mean, here we are having a whole episode talking about it. I judge more the people that go into their space and say things because I think you should leave people alone. But right. overall, I think it's just because people had this, they believe this fake persona of him being great or people, you know what it is? People think that, <laughs> people think that somebody has a lot of attention and is a celebrity or is well known because they're so great like there must be a reason why they have this and like I have the same information and I don't and they are just this wonderful idealistic person 
but they're not. They're really not. They're really normal people. They're the same as me and you. Just more people happen to like half the time. They just happen to go viral for some reason, and now they have a bunch of followers. Um, but it's not like I really like sussed it out. And a lot of the people who are out here giving advice on how to blow up and be a big deal, they're not even that huge of a deal. The people who are a big deal, accident. Like someone stumbled upon something, something of theirs blew up. I've seen people with hundreds of thousands of followers who have great advice. I've seen people, there's a woman I follow right now. I think she has like maybe a thousand followers. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. Like I hope, I hope she goes viral. Um, but the brilliance that she's giving now isn't different than the brilliance she'd be giving. She had a hundred thousand followers. It's just more people follow her. But people think that just because someone has like a ton of followings, they must be great. Nah, they're regular. They're, they're you and I with more followers. I love that you said that because this is something that even in this, like you just pointed out in the social media space, I used to always feel this way about a lot of the bloggers and influencers that I met, you know, before you meet them, they, it's kind of like this grandiose whatever attached to them because the following. And then I learned that people bought their followings. I did not know that initially. And when I found out, I'm like, it started making me look through a different lens at people. Like you bought your following to give the illusion that you were popping or whatever. And then I started to see articles coming out about it and the psychology behind it. And I was just like, all right, that's wild. So when people slide in my DMs and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you talked to me or oh my goodness, like, I love you. I, I'm quick to tell people like, yeah, no, 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 don't, don't be impressed. Cause let me tell you, I'm real raggedy. I want yeah. y'all to know I'm, I'm real raggedy in real life. So when the stories do come, don't say I didn't tell you. Don't put me on this pedestal. Like I'm real ratchet, real regular. I, I have faults just like everybody yeah. else. And I don't, I don't call people who follow me fans. Yeah. No, you're followers because yeah. you're literally following my page. Just like I follow other people's pages, right? Yeah. You're not my fans. You're not, you know, I don't want no parts of that because when you start to feed into that stuff, you start to lack humility. Once yeah. you begin to do that, once you really start to address people as, you know, fans and, oh, my, you know, this, that, and the third, like you really start to elevate yourself and yeah. it's like, you got to bring it down a notch. That's I mean, dangerous game to be playing. It does come with, there is a level of, I don't even know the word for it, but when there is someone who like a bunch of people follow or a bunch of people have taken in their word, because you do assign a little bit, because yes, a lot of it is like, oh, luck. Um, but some of it, especially with people with solid followings, it is because they are putting out quality content, or at least you hope, you know, quality stuff. And there is, should be a level of respect that comes with that. Um, and I know like someone who has like a ton of followers, I know for me, like if they respond back, it's, I'm not so much like, oh my God, you're this amazing person. But I just know like, even with my like 4,000 followers, like sometimes my DMs blow up and it's a lot getting to everybody. I can't even imagine someone with like your following or someone even higher than that. So when people with huge followings like that, just as someone who has, you know, my share of like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Like I respect the, their time and like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you took the time out. Cause there are people with less no, followers who never respond. No, I respect, no, cause I respect everybody's time. I don't care if you have a hundred following or a hundred thousand. No, um, I respect everyone's time, but I do think that like, if I get, if I have a hopping day or I make a post and a bunch of people reply back to me, like maybe I have like 10 or 15, 
Like you probably have like 30 to 40, you know what I mean? On top of everything you're doing. So when you take the time, not so much you now, because we're buddies, so I expect to reply. Well, thank you. But <laughs> when someone with like a huge following takes the time to respond or something, I just appreciate it. Because there's a lot of people with less followers who don't take the time. And I think they're shit. I don't, I mean, I, I know there are people who don't reply. I appreciate them. anybody responding to me. Like, I guess for me, I'm so jaded that I really don't care. You could have 500,000 followers. And if, but what do you think about people with larger followers who don't respond back or comment back or re like or anything? Like, there are some people who just do not interact, and I don't appreciate that. Here's the thing it's hard to call it right. If you have a certain amount of following, I think it's impossible for you to see every comment that comes through. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and like, even now, I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but Instagram has gone, didn't you, I used to be able to scroll through and see like all of my activity. Instagram cuts it off now. So sometimes like if I don't see the notification right away, it gets pushed down by the next, whatever that comes through. Yeah. And unless I go to the post directly and scroll through the comments to respond, a lot of people get missed. Um, and the same, like a lot of messages go into the DM request and get lost in the sauce. And sometimes if the first five messages are dick pics, I'm going to delete all of them just because I don't want to have to go through it. So I might miss a message. Yeah. I imagine with my limited following, if I get enough traffic to my DMs and on my engagement, then I know somebody with a higher following rate. That's what I'm saying. So like when those people, so are I don't, I don't feel away. as long as I see them interacting with somebody, anybody, a couple, you know what I mean? To show that right. you're making the effort. I don't feel away about it, but if you're silent all the time and yeah. you never respond to anybody, right. um, then I might feel like you, why are you here? Like, That's you what really I mean. like there are some people you'll even see like in their comments, like you know, because I don't always have the time to like and comment on people. I try to like, um, and then I'll go back and stuff. But there are some people you'll go to their comment section and they like never are liking people or never commenting. Most people will see they'll like at least comment back on the first like couple just to show that they care. And like, I just feel like other people, yeah, they're just here um, for their followers. I don't, and I, I think when you do that, it's because you, you are really starting to get in a big headspace where it's like, I don't have to respond. I don't have time. I have 500,000 followers. No, like, I think people like that. I think when you start to develop that personality, your comeuppance is going to come in a very nasty way. Like, I, I do believe that sometimes bad things happen to good people, right? But I also believe that if you, you will reap what you sow. So if you consistently put out negative energy in that way, like it'll come back. And I think that's kind of what's happened to Derek Jackson because he was really nasty. I mean, now as he's coming out with his apology tour or whatever, and he's just like, you know, it was all ego. It was all pride. Like ding dong, nigga, we all saw, excuse me. We all saw it. Like we knew it was ego. Not all we all, but for those of us who was woke enough to see what time it was with you, like we knew it was ego driving you because you're not saying things from a loving space. You're not saying things from a nurturing space. It's all about why I'm great. So I think what we're seeing is his chickens coming home to roost right now. And I think when you behave that way, whether you're an influencer, whether you're, you know, a empowerment coach, whatever, if like right now, everybody seems to be shifting into the empowerment ministry lane, right? Just like Derrick Jackson, everybody's an expert now. I guess that one year in the Panasonic has got everybody feeling what they like. I'm gonna empower you. But I see a lot of these posts and what is supposed to be inspiring. I'm always like, sis, 
this feels like subliminal messaging. This feels like um, a kind of a, a reason to just brag on yourself. Like this does not feel empowering to me. And right. maybe there's an audience of women out there that that works for, but it doesn't work for me. When the focus of your message becomes me, 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 I'm empowering you with me, me, me. <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't, I have a hard time buying into it. Well, I think part of the problem is that a lot of people want to see goals on social media, like, and people are aware that people want to see goals, which is why they put on this fake persona and have a hard time keeping it real, even though there's a large population of people who want to see people just live the journey. But there's also people who want to see perfection. And if you don't give them perfection, then they have a problem. Don't make the people and, for me. Well, <laughs> and you're never going to get it. <laughs> that goes back to the whole, the grass is sometimes fake. Yes. People need to also remember that social media for most people is their highlight reel. It's not, and you can't compare your real life, your everyday, your in and out to someone's highlight reel. Heck, if you compared my Instagram page to my stories, it's two different people. I mean, it's not two different people. Say it again. It's still me, but <laughs> like, you know, in my stories, there I am looking cute, looking adorable in my, or in my, on my page. But in my stories, there I am first thing in the morning with a bonnet, like looking a max, you know? Because um, that's my real life. And even that, there's a bunch of stuff I don't post on my, a bunch. I don't post on my stories um, versus my Instagram page. And you just can't compare your real life to someone else's highlight reel got to focus on your grass keeping your grass green and don't worry about their fake grass i mean that about sums it up like i think the whole Derek jackson lesson we've all learned is one that we should have been learning is it's the same way when everybody found out jay-z cheated on beyonce oh not beyonce she's the most beautiful woman in the world how could and if the most beautiful woman in the world because again going through some human regular ish y'all have to understand people are humans yeah Yep. Yep. Why? And I. This is my. Like I said, I. I was never big on like standing anybody so hard. I thought they were like, got like I was not a normal kid. Like I did not grow up being like, oh my god, like I want to be just like like there were people I wanted to be like, but never thought they were like God status or like right. nothing wrong. So I was never shocked, and I'm still not as an adult. I'm only shocked by like severe sexual depravity when it involves minors like if you are a pedophile i'm going to be shocked by that don't care who or just like but when army hammer thing like you come out as a cannibal i'm a i'm a little surprised i'm I'm shocked okay yes um no no i'm not because i think everybody's nasty on a little and i think and i'm sorry i'm one of those conspiracy theorist people who believe like once you're in hollywood you're doing some strange yeah And after my time in the music industry and learning about some of my favorite artists, like everybody nasty as far as I'm concerned. So I'm not really shocked when these kinds of things come out. Everybody else is shocked, but I'm like, how are y'all shocked? Like these people, the only difference between you and them is some money, the social circles they run in. The people they know. And the people they know and their notoriety. If nobody knew them, Hollywood is just a microcosm be themselves. of the real world. It's what just microcosm. I said Hollywood is just a microcosm of the real world. Right, and he's not, even, ho- he's not even in Hollywood. He's not even in Hollywood. Well, yeah, no, but I mean, I guess he's in social point, media wood. Social media wood. No, <laughs> we have that now, don't we? But it's like, so the, the fact that y'all think that these people are doing anything other than people. They don't even have the money. Half of them are broke. Talk about fake grass. 
Bro, let's talk about that. Yo, let's, well, let's not. But that is a whole. That's a whole. So let's talk about that next week. Let us talk about the perpetration of the social media influencer blogger lifestyle and how a lot of these, you know, those claiming to be making the money, they're not. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's the illusion that we have a problem with people. But we'll talk about that next we'll week. Talk about that another day. Um, thank so you thank you guys. So much joining us talking about relationships and keeping it real mm-hmm. and by things. keeping it real i just want to prep well before we close out, i just want to share that earlier before we got on to do this she and i were having a conversation and i asked her to keep it real with me and instead of her keeping it real oh, upset, she, she basically was like oh, bye guys giving me the mm, what huh oh no <laughs> no not me slinging her hair around and stuff like i just want while she's having her Derek jackson moment right now i just want to be very clear that um keep it real at all times even when the response is going to be unfavorable but as always we want to hear you who want to know your business they don't know your business we 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 appreciate you guys coming to chat. Of course, sound off down below. Leave us your thoughts and opinions. How do you guys feel about the grass being greener on the fake side or the side you water? Let us know. And of course, make sure you're following more than my size underscore the show on Instagram. And if YouTube is not your thing, you can catch us on any streaming platform. Check us out. So you don't have to see our beautiful faces, but you can listen to our melodious voices on Spotify, Apple, iHeart so on and so forth continue anchor all of that so make sure you guys check us out over there have a great day guys a great night bye bye